Hi, Amanda. How you doing? Good. Just chilling. How you doing? I knew you would. Happy spring break. Thank you for joining me on your spring break. It looks like you're in a tropical destination. Oh, yeah. It's my apartment. Very nice. tropical. Well, I hope you're getting some rest. And, and for my, my prospective students out there, currently, SBSU is, uh, we're in the middle of our spring break as we're recording this. So I'm very appreciative that you take some time off your spring break to have a talk with me because today's episode is big. Yeah, big. I'm so it's, busy. In, in, in political terms, we say it's huge, right? Huge. Yeah, right. It's big today because uh, we have a, a big announcement that is coming out about the SVSU. It's called the Cardinal Commitment. And today we're going to talk all about what that Cardinal Commitment means, um, the financial aid backing, and, and kind of for students what uh, what they can expect for it. I'm excited because I think it's it's a really good step in the right direction for us to make sure we help all our students. So I'm excited. It's going to be good. We're going to actually have a guest today. I'm going to bring in uh anderson beard now i'm going to warn you before we get started anderson is a co-worker of mine so whatever he might say about me just let it go we'll act like it, nothing happened okay because okay. he'll probably have some some things to say are you okay with that yeah i'm okay with that it's okay all right good i'll just you just wanted to pre-warn you because you know you never know what's going to happen but uh he is the guru of uh, the Cardinal Commitment in our office. He's been working hard on on this for a while with a lot of folks across campus. It's a team effort and uh, we're happy to have him. There he is, Anderson, welcome. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Nick. Good to see you still sitting in your basement all alone. I, I told you. Listening to music. Doing it, took, it took five seconds, didn't it, Amanda? <laughs> totally. No, well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we want to talk about the Cardinal Commitment. I'm, I'm excited. I was explaining a little bit to Amanda before we all got started, but I wanted to, a chance for, for, for us to discuss kind of what it means and what it means for our students coming in. So I'm going to jump right in with the questions, and I just want to know, what is the Cardinal Commitment? I've heard lots of things, lots of things across the board, uh, a lot of information out there. Can you can you uh, succinctly tell us what that is? Yeah. So let me back up just one step from there and just say that, you know, for many years, SVSU has been, if not the most affordable uh, four year option for students in the state of Michigan, certainly one of the most affordable for students. And what this does is it sort of takes that affordability that we built out through our need based aid and our scholarships and puts it into a commitment that formalizes that all of our future students will have the same affordability that our students from the past have had, even as we experience things like inflation or tuition increases over time. So for students with incomes under 50,000, uh, and that's the adjusted gross income based off of their FAFSA, uh, they're going to have their entire tuition and fees covered at SVSU uh for four years and uh for most of our students they already had that so if we looked at last year's class 90 percent of students already would have had 100 percent of their tuition and fees covered what this does is for that last 10 percent it covers up that last remaining gap and, and gets them all the way to uh, having everything paid for that's awesome and also who would or i guess you already covered that but how would a new student 
get cardinal commitment on their award letter? I guess. Yeah, so that's a great question. And one of the, the things is we, we don't want this process to be too difficult. Um, this is something where we want to make it really, really simple for students and their families to find out if they qualify. Uh, so literally all they've got to do is follow the normal steps to get admitted to SVSU and get their regular financial aid, the same things they would have done in the past. Uh, most of our, our class of 2021 will have already done this and they apply to the university at svsu.edu slash apply. That's a free application. Most students it's going to take 10 to 20 minutes and so not a lot of time commitment there. And then they're going to need to complete their FAFSA at fafsa.gov. And that process for families that have done it before can be 20 minutes. For a family that's encountering the, the FAFSA for the first time, it might take them a little longer, 45 minutes to an hour. But the average this year across the country was about 35 minutes. So it's like automatic. It just automatically goes on. Exactly. So um, I, I hate to ever give Nick compliments because we are we're like an old married couple, right? We 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 just argue back and forth all the time. And so it, it's just constant banter. True. But he has a great analogy where he talks about, um, you know, it's it's sort of like a tennis match or a volleyball match, right? Like the student has to serve. They have to take that first step where they go, hey, I'm interested in SVSU, so I'm going to apply. I'm interested in getting financial aid from SVSU, so I'm going to fill out my FAFSA. And then it's our turn. The ball is on our side of the court. And what we do is we come back with a financial aid award letter, both a physical copy, but also something that our students would be able to see in their student account at my.svsu.edu. And so for many of them, uh, they're not even going to see cardinal commitment in there because all of their existing awards will already cover their tuition and fees. Mm -hmm. For the students who have that small remaining gap, and for last year's class, that gap would have averaged about 250 bucks a student, they will see that additional aid show up in their account. Now, the beautiful thing is, you know, let's say next year tuition goes up by 400 bucks for the year, then more students will see that gap covered over time and would see a bigger gap covered over time. So we've now at that point done our part. Then it goes back to the student, and I know you've been doing, uh, you know, this series of podcasts, and you've had Rachel uh, Florence Bates along from orientation. So the next step for the student, in order to accept that, is just to go into their MySVSU and accept that financial aid award, and then sign up for orientation. After that, um, even if they, for example, change classes, so they they add a couple of credits to their schedule, so their tuition bill goes up a little bit. Financial aid is going to be going in there weekly and adjusting those uh, financial aid packages. So once the student has applied and submitted their FAFSA and signed up for orientation, they're good to go. We do the rest. Nice. That's I, I love, I actually, I pay attention being a, a marketing guy. I always pay attention to the names of everything. I like that it's called the Cardinal Commitment because really it is a commitment by the university, as you just said, over time to ensure that uh, we're going to do that for our, our students who who need that the most. So I I, pre, I appreciate the wording, which which is good. So and, and and I would like to point out that we've always had that commitment, but I think sometimes when it comes to the the things that we we care about the most and the people we care about the most, we just forget to say it, right? And so this is a way for us to put that commitment out front to let people know upfront hey we're going to make this happen and then we can explain the details uh to them afterward where in the past they had to go through all the same steps and then they would have to sort of manually on their own look and see is my tuition covered is it not 
we're putting it out there out front. Hey, we've got this commitment, so there's no reason for you to hold back. Sure. So, so here's my question. I'm a I'm a potential student. I'm out there. I'm watching or listening to this podcast. And okay. first I'm, of all, that's a lie. Why don't we have Amanda be the potential student since <laughs> you are at least forty years beyond studentdom? <laughs> Okay, okay. I, Amanda is a potential student. She's out there. She's looking at at this cardinal commitment. She says, you know what, though? I know on my FAFSA that my family income is more than 50000 Does this affect me at all? What should I do next? For those students, the steps that we just outlined are the exact same steps. So while, yes, we've got this commitment that all of our students with those incomes under 50000 are going to have all of their tuition covered. The reality is when we look at our numbers, most of our students uh, whose incomes are under 100,000 have had most of their tuition covered for the last several years. And the way that a student would find out, you know, what percentage is covered for me, what part of my, my tuition and fees are going to be covered through need-based aid, through scholarships, through state or federal aid, those sorts of things, is again to apply at svsu.edu slash apply, fill out your FAFSA at fafsa.gov. And I would really want to drive home this point to the audience, which is don't assume. I hear so many families and I have dealt with so many families that go, yeah, we're not gonna get anything because we make too much. And then they find out that they actually are eligible for aid. Uh, maybe not from the federal government, only about 33 to 35% of our students in any given year over the last several years have qualified for things like federal Pell Grants, which we've all heard of. However, it's somewhere between two thirds and three quarters of SVSU students who have qualified for need-based aid from Saginaw Valley over that same time frame. So, you know, only half of the, the students who are, are putting in that FAFSA are getting something from the feds that are getting it from us. Mm -hmm. So. Whatever you do, don't leave that money on the table. Yeah, I, I love that point because I also think that for those students who look at this and say, well, my family makes too much money. Well, understand that, okay, that may be the case for the cardinal commitment, but beyond that, it, because we have the cardinal commitment, there might be more things out there for you. So go through that process. It's so important to do that. And that's a really great point. You know, as we move forward and we're awarding things like private scholarships, and those are our awards that typically are not need-based. I have a few that, that have a need criteria that are set there by the donors, but we've got a couple million bucks worth of private scholarships that we're awarding to students. And, you know, the fact that so many of our students are already going to have their tuition and fees covered by the commitment and their other aid, just means that I can now redirect some of those private scholarships to the next tier up to those students who were, you know, uh, the strongest uh, academically and maybe just outside of that $50,000 range. So I would, again, I encourage everybody, make sure you're filling out that private scholarship application, which is at an impossible website. We make our website so hard at SVSU. It's, it's Nick's fault. SVSU.edu slash scholarships. And then this might be a, an obvious question, but do you have to be a full time student to qualify for this tuition assistance? You do. You do. And uh, you need to be an incoming first time in college student as well. So this is not a, a scholarship that is out there for transfer students. Now, if you acquired some transfer credits like you were a dual enrolled student or you were part of an earlier middle college, that's OK. 
those were college credits that you acquired as a high school student. But if you've ever been enrolled at a college as a as an enrolled college student and you're now transferring to SBSU, this would not apply to you. Um, you do have to to enroll full time in order to qualify, and that's because we're going to take all of those other forms of aid first. So, um, you know, if a student's tuition bill is, and, and fees are, are 10,000 bucks, then we're going to take their Pell Grant and add it to that account. Then we're going to take their academic scholarships from SVSU and put it towards that balance. And then whatever remains after we put all of that other aid in there, then we're going to uh, cover it with the commitment. A lot of those forms of aid are only available to students who are full time. Mm -hmm. So great question, Amanda. It's way better than the, the ones that Nick's been asking so far. Totally. I get it. So last thing I want to I want to ask uh, and hopefully I'll totally redeem myself here. Probably not uh, because of your comment about the website. Um, where do students go if they want to get more more information about this cardinal commitment and if they qualify or or all of that? Is there a, a place that they can go to kind of get all of that in one? For sure. And again, this one's going to be super difficult. No one's ever going to remember it. It's at svsu.edu slash cardinal commitment. Um, and not only would you you find, uh, you know, a lot of the basic information, the steps to apply and those sorts of things there, but there is a link to frequently asked questions. So um, there are there are some exceptions and, and things like that that students would want to be aware of and, and maybe explore. And, and I think also uh, folks like uh, high school counselors or teachers or, or people who run after school programs or other things that are directed at, at high school students who want that information and, and want to share it um, accurately, you know, they're going to have questions. And so those frequently asked questions, we've, we've done a good job of outlining those there. We also have a call center where we, we know that there are going to be people that are calling in and, uh, you know, checking in with us on a regular basis, asking questions, and we're documenting those questions so that if there's something we haven't thought of yet, we're going to put it out there on that FAQ page so that everybody has access to it for the future. Awesome. I'll make sure I put those on the screen here so that everybody can see those. Okay, you're not getting away without our famous irreverent question of the day. Okay. Sorry, and this one's totally for Amanda's sake. We were talking beforehand about resumes and, you know, she's getting ready for the whole uh, law school application process and uh, you should totally put down that you have that you are like adept at working with difficult coworkers, Amanda. <laughs> I will add that. Yeah. Thank you. So on, I remember when you were hired in admissions, going over a resume, one thing that stuck out is that, uh, well, before I, I say it, I also got to tell you that a theme running throughout this uh, podcast has been uh, Amanda and I discussing different types of music and how you know she's shown me some new artists. I've showed her some old mm -hmm. artists. And on your resume, I happened to notice that you were a, a 90s era hip hop enthusiast. And historian, so I okay. while I don't, know if I I don't quite quite a historian, but yeah, I don't want I don't want any lyrics here because you are well known for just busting out some old school mm -hmm. hip hop in the old office. Players and, and I, new school fools. Yep. I, I I don't think anybody I, we want to keep our viewership, um, but I want you to give her at least one old school hip hop album to go listen to and report oh. back to me on what she thinks, and I'll let you know what she says. Super easy. Outcast. That's spelled with a K. Outcast. Oh, I know what Outcast is. Okay, go ahead and start writing. Southern playlist at Cadillac Funk and Music. Can you repeat that? <laughs> yeah. Southern well, playlist at Cadillac Funk and Music. 
Southern playlist, kind of like funky music. Yeah, I, I believe that's their that's either their debut album or their sophomore album. So yeah, okay. I'll check we'll, it. We'll, yeah, we'll it's colder than a polar bear's toenails. <sighs> and that's why we can't have nice things, Anderson. So, I, I can't believe perfect. that I got to drop uh, Outcast lyrics in the middle of the the podcast. So I, I think welcome. when Don Bashan and Deb Huntley see this, it's going to be awesome. You're you're welcome. <laughs> I, I knew I knew where to go with it. So yeah. Well, hey, we appreciate your time. Thank you. I, I'm excited. I think this is a, a great step forward for the university, and I think our students out there are really going to like it. So uh, we appreciate it. And Nick, if I if I can make one more point. You know, when we look at the the amount of students that this is going to affect, uh, I cover Bay County, for example, where the median household income is $48,000 a year. More than half of my families in Bay County are going to qualify for this. In the state of Michigan as a whole, the median income is just under 54000 Almost half of all families in the state are going to qualify for this. Wow. So um, it's absolutely going to make a difference and have an effect. And, and I suspect that we're going to see other schools that are going to follow suit on this because it's it's something that as as college becomes less and less affordable overall and students are more and more aware of that cost, um, we've, we're going to have to try to find ways to, to make sure that students can can get to that next level, can fulfill that potential. So I love it. I love it. All right. Take care, my Thank friends. You both. God, God bless you, Amanda. Uh, I, I want you know I have nominated you for sainthood. I'm not sure if you're even Catholic, but I have I have written in. It was a write-in vote, so. Awesome! Thank you. Excellent. Sure you have a great, great rest of your day. Awesome. I told you it never stops. It never stops. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and, and you totally didn't help by laughing at all those jokes too, by the way, but that's okay. It's good. It works out. So that's huge news, right? I mean, for those families and for those students, I, I think I, I don't want it to, I don't also want to just gloss over the fact, but you know, there's a point in there that if you don't qualify, right, if your family, uh, income is above that line on the FAFSA, it also means, though, that there might be other things that are now coming down the pipeline. It opens up us to to help all students. So that's what got me the most excited. Because the first thing I, I saw was like, oh, man, is this going to help, you know, a lot of my families who make over? Because they still need help paying for college. Mm -hmm. And once you sit down and you really look how it affects the whole class overall, uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a great day to be a Cardinal. So great what do you day think? to be a Cardinal. Awesome. Well, I hope we helped you with your resume. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send you got that some, album. Got some bullet points to add. <laughs> All right. You take care of yourself and we'll talk very soon, okay? Yep, you too. Wash your hands. You wash your hands. All okay. right. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.